Hi, and welcome to another life lesson message. In our last message, we talked about that the great leaders are passionate about their life's work. We gave some examples of that, and I asked you to write to me and let me know what you are passionate about, what it is that you have to accomplish while you're still on the earth. I've heard from some of you and look forward to hearing from more of you. So send it to dallinlarson.com or my Facebook at Dallin A. Larson. Today, I want to get really personal with you. Um, I, I want these to all be real messages. I'm not using a teleprompter, I'm speaking from my heart. Um, I want to share with you what I'm most passionate about at the age of 55. Uh, and I have evolved as a human being. I'm, what I'm passionate about at this, in this season of my life is, is certainly different, unfortunately, I should say, than what I was passionate about in my 20s and 30s. And yeah, I'd say in my 20s and 30s. Um, but as I really contemplate on, on what I really love to do the most and what I'm really driven to do and what I'm passionate about, it is my relationships. I told you that I love relationships and that's why I got in networking, to travel the world, to have fun, to have some freedom, but also to develop relationships. And I've loved doing that. But the relationship that means the most to me in my life is my relationship with the Lord. And so I wanna share a little bit of it with you today. Uh, because this is my passion. Uh, I told you that we took all the family on a Disney cruise and while we were there, a gentleman had a t-shirt on and one morning while we were having breakfast, I noticed the words of that t-shirt and it said this, I can explain it to you, but I cannot understand it for you. And that's how I feel on this message today. I can explain to you why I feel this way, but I can't understand it for you. Um, that's for you. But I've so I'm going to do the best I can to, to share with you the change that happened in my life. Um, about a year and a half ago, I decided I'd read some, some scripture that, that said you should seek the Lord early. And, and so I said, you know, I've, I get up in the mornings and I get busy. And as soon as I get busy, then, man, my mind is off on a hundred different things. And I decided to make some changes in my life. And I decided to seek Him early as he requests in his word. And so I began getting up between five and 6 a.m. every morning and reading. And these are mine, has my name on it. I love this. I've got a whole library of, of the world classics in my library upstairs. And I've read a little of it, you know, some of those books, but it occurred to me that really, I would rather read uh, the words from, from the creator, he who created me and created you. And so I have fallen in love with these words. And for about the last year and a half, I've gotten up most mornings uh, and spent about an hour and 15 minutes before a carrier, the kids wake up all by myself reading. And I've read these words several times now. And a lot of these pages are marked up, you know, with, with things as I read that, I, that mean something to me. And so I mark it so that it's personal to me. And, and I've come to know this for me, that he tells the truth, that when we seek him, we will find him. My whole life, I've been a pretty um, impatient person, a pretty uncontented person, pretty unpeaceful person. And I looked for peace and contentment. And I thought, man, if I could find peace and contentment, my life would be perfect. <laughs> so I searched for it. And you know where I found it? Here. And 
on these knees. And um, most mornings, I can tell you that as I've read from these words, I have felt him. I have felt his, his influence and his spirit come into me. And it feels warm and it feels peaceful. And I'm learning um, about those who have written these words. I want to share with you my reading. Just I'm in the Old Testament right now. And the Old Testament can be kind of hard sometimes when you're going through all the genealogies the burnt offerings and so forth. But outside of reading the pages of genealogy, I've, I've fallen in love with the Old Testament. And this is what I was reading two days ago in Chronicles. I read 30 pages a day, and that's a lot um, for some. I understand that. I've And, and maybe, I, no, I'm not gonna give you any excuses. Um, I would say this, if you want a relationship with the Lord, you need to make him first in your life. And you need to seek him early. And I would suggest you seek him early in the morning. And that's what I've done. And that's a life lesson for me. But I want to share something that hit me um, that I loved in my reading two days ago. It's when Solomon, who is David's son, um, he's, 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 he's crying out to the Lord. And it says, in that night did God appear unto Solomon. That's pretty neat, isn't it? And said unto him, ask what I shall give thee. And Solomon said unto God, thou hast showed great mercy unto David my father, and has made him to reign in his stead meaning that now I'm reigning in the stead of my father. My father's gone now, David. Now, O Lord God, let thy promise unto David my father be established, for thou hast made me king over a people like the dust of the earth and multitude, meaning there's so many people that I'm responsible for. I need your help. Give me now wisdom and knowledge that I may go out and come in before this people, for who can judge this thy people that is so great? So he... He asked God for wisdom and knowledge to judge God's people. I love that. If God came to you and, and asked, what are the desires of your heart? What would you say? That's what Solomon said. And now listen to what God says. God said to Solomon, because this was in thine heart, and thou hast not asked for riches, wealth, and honor, nor the life of thine enemies, neither yet has asked long life, but has asked wisdom and knowledge for thyself, that thou mayest judge my people over whom I have made thee king, and wisdom and knowledge is granted unto thee. And I will give thee riches and wealth and honor such as none of the kings have had that have been before thee, neither shall there any after thee have the like. Solomon prayed for wisdom, and God blessed him with that. And the scriptures go on further to say that wisdom comes from God. It doesn't come from reading man's words and we can learn things but true wisdom is truth and, and God is the author of truth so that is what I'm most passionate about I wanted to share just if I've got do one more one more little scripture in 2nd Chronicles it says that and King Solomon passed all the kings of the earth in riches and wisdom and all the kings of the earth sought the presence of Solomon to hear his wisdom so he built God a temple built his house. It had been 800 years since Moses had led the children of Israel out of Egypt. For 800 years, there was not a house built. And Solomon built that, and it took him like 20 years. Big house of God and, and his home, or Solomon's home. One other that I love is, um, I was reading Job today. And um, sometimes when I read, 
I weep. And I'll never forget being in Australia last year and I was reading the, the dedicatory prayer that Solomon offered to God after he finished the temple. And I just, I, I could feel it. And it just brought, brought me to tears. And I believe that is when the, the Spirit of God comes to you. And to me, it's him saying to me, Dallin, thank you for spending time with me. Thank you for making me first in your life. Because as much as we want a relationship with God, he wants one with us. That's what I've come to know. I was reading Job. Seven boys and three girls he was blessed with. Same as my parents. They have seven boys and three girls. And all was taken away from Job. He was one of the wealthiest in all the land. And all of his, all of his animals were taken, taken from him. His home was destroyed. His children were destroyed. Job was left to himself. And even through all of this, you know, and some people would say, why would a God do that? I don't know. I don't know the answers to all things. And that's what it says in here. My ways are not your ways. Um, he created this place. And we're going to be here for a short season. And um, so while we're here, I've decided to seek him first. But this is what Job said. I know that my Redeemer lives. And shall he yet stand on the earth in the latter days? So he didn't turn his back to God. I've seen people that when things happen in their life, they say there can't be a God or they become angry. There's been times in my life where I felt all alone. I, I never swore at God. I was never, I don't think, angry at God. I was angry at myself. But I have found a God who is loving and kind and merciful and forgiving. And no matter what you've done in your life, He desires a relationship with you. That's what I'm passionate about, sharing. Um, so, my call to action for you today I invite you to seek Him and make Him first in your life. Sit down and get familiar with His voice. His voice is found in these words. And it may feel like a second language for you at first. But as you are diligent, as you are persistent, then you will start to recognize His voice and feel Him in your life. And there will be days when you will weep because you'll know that he loves you and he's there next to you. That is my belief. That's what I know more than I know that I'm the son of Keith and Betty Larson. And I know that in the coming days, each of us will know him and we'll see him and there will be an accounting. He wants us to win. And um, so my prayer is for you that you will find passion in seeking him and that as Solomon he says, because you asked for wisdom, because you wanted to seek me, uh, he said, those who seek me will find me. And we will look him in the, we will be with him. That's what I believe. So God bless you and your families. I invite you to seek him. And I'm looking forward to your experiences. Not for a day or a week, maybe a month or a year, maybe a year down the road. Let's seek him and uh, share our experiences and what that journey has been like over the next year. And I believe this, that every area of your life, not that you're not gonna be tried, because throughout history, 
God's people are tried. Not that you won't be tried, but that you will remain faithful like Job and know that he lives, come what may. So folks, what else matters than that? Building a relationship with God, who is your father. Have a great day and the rest of a great week until I talk to you again on another life lesson.